Happy Stay Farm All Life coming up on the broadcast. <laughs> that was just, that was our dear friend Julia saying of her lovely husband Brandon who was kind of a tool this episode I mean he's kind of a tool anyway but um and that was what she was saying to him in Vegas so I'd like to welcome to the show Miguel and Jenna from uh 90 Day Fiance I want my podcast hell yeah hey. We're so happy to be here. Thank you so much. I'm yes. so excited that you guys are here because so Hanakawa had to go out of town and um, I needed to fill in. And so Miguel and Jenna happily stepped in for me. Um, and I'm so excited um, to have their commentary. If you guys don't listen to them, they um, do a podcast called 90 Day Fiance. I want my podcast and I can't do the Danielle voice very well. You do <laughs> much better than I do. Um, but it's a takeoff of I want my sex tonight. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So yes, yes, yes. All the OG fans know what we're talking about. And they do a, co a running commentary, recaps. They do, you guys do other shows. You have other hosts and co-hosts. You guys like do the whole gamut of yeah. trash TV, which I love. Today we're talking about um, Happily Ever After, season six, episode two. Mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so this was so this is we're recording this on saturday that's when this episode's going to come out we're talking about last week's episode not the one that's already out on discovery plus that's going to air sunday night so mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. just so everybody is aware of where we're talking about so take it away miguel <laughs> <laughs> take it away Jenna. oh well katrina <laughs> well what can we say about this lovely people from uh 90 day fiance i mean we've been following for so long we've followed happily ever after for for a while now i think that is actually the show that we started recapping i think so too. originally with colty and larissa and larissa or was it just regular 90 day fiance? I mean, I trust your memory more than mine. I'm going yeah. <laughs> yeah, to go with regular 90 yeah. day fiance, but uh, <laughs> of course we, we followed all of their journeys and it's always nice to see them back. Uh, for example, the episode opened up with Angela and we saw her, you know, laying out all of her Marshall's jewelry out on the bed. And I, I thought it was hilarious because like to her, this is like a treasure, mm -hmm. but to us, it's like, Huh. Yeah, she's matching up the bracelets and the earrings and she's laying everything out <laughs> and it's a whole thing. Now, while we're talking about Angela and Michael, um, but mostly Angela, um, I really dislike, so I like watching their story. I find them highly entertaining, but this storyline with Angela is kind of bo bothering me because so far all we've seen is her defying the the, the medical rules, which is a yeah. problem. That's problematic. Mm -hmm. But also, I cannot stand her cackle. She says something uh, and she's like, like it's the most hilarious thing. And her cackle is so grating to my nerves, which, you know, whatever. I mean, yeah. we all have, we all have our things. I'm grating to people, whatever. <laughs> so, um, so that's my thought so far on Angela. But I you, think she's hamming it up this season quite a bit. Yeah, I think it's like lay, she's laying it on a little thick. Like we love classic OG Andrea, uh, not Andrea, Angela. Angela. <laughs> um, she is like God's gift to reality TV for all of us. But 
I, I do get the sense that like she's kind of putting it on for the camera this time around. Right. And, like, so. Right. Yeah. I feel like that's I mean, like I love her and what she does and like what she says, but like I, I do get the sense that it's a little bit less natural than it was previously. So maybe that's what you're picking up on the cackle. I, th- I think it's like a little bit like extra. I feel like so sh- I remember watching God forbid when they were doing Happily Ever After Strikes Back or whatever it was Strikes Back with her in it. And the whole Strikes Back as a concept was just terrible. And, they were, you know, we talked about it before. Like, it's like, oh, my God, they're scraping the bottom of the quarantine barrel here. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I literally stopped watching that episode, like that whole series because of her and her cackle like 10 minutes into the show I was like I'm done I can't I was Debbie done I'm done yeah. I'm done I'm done I'm done yeah I, I gotta say I think the only reason why she's laying laying it on thick is because she she knows she knows and we all know too that she will carry this entire season by herself she will I'm sorry she will tote this season by herself. <laughs> She's the Meryl Streep of 90 Day Fiance. She really is. Yeah. So she carries the whole thing. She All definitely right. is. All right. The only person that I think might give her a run for her money is Darcy. Two people. No, on this season. On this season. Oh, this right? season. This season. I Sorry. think uh is gonna be Natasha and uh-huh. and the underdog, Yara. Because Yara mm. and Joby carried last season. Like they Brandon's did. parents like took it to like the middle of the season and then Yara and Joby just you know threw it on their on their back and they were like all right yeah. let's let's get out of here you bums <laughs> I'm gonna take you to the finish line That's you'll right. stink I tend to agree with you on that like Yara is a leading lady by nature mm-hmm, like I mm-hmm. feel like she's coming into her, her own especially as she's like becoming a mom and getting older and mm-hmm. all of that but Natalie, I feel like she's kind of the character in the movies that like all she's like very interesting and like very like you know flashy and everything and distracting. And then all of a sudden she gets written off the show or disappears. She's one-dimensional to me. Like oh, yeah. she's really one-dimensional to me. Like so, so like well while Yara, you I think you said it correctly, like she's a leading lady type and she's she's got this like subtlety about her layers like Mm -hmm. she's got all of these different parts of her like there's sometimes you hate her sometimes you love her sometimes she's reading Joby the riot act but in a very subtle like (laughs) low-key way and like other times she's just like whatever other times she's totally loving on him whereas um Natasha you guys love that you guys call her Natasha Natasha. real name her given name right Natalie of Mike of of (laughs) Mike and Natalie Natalie of Mike and Natalie and Mike of Mike and Natalie. Um, Natalie is is very one-dimensional to me. She does this like, oh, I love him so much. Give me the ring. And then um, I don't, you know, you don't love me. And no, 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 I don't know what to do because what I'm supposed to do. You make me crazy. I love you. Oh, you don't love me. I'm so insecure. And then she cries and storms off set. Uh, off set. Yeah. Or she you causes see, Mike to storm off set, I guess I should say. <laughs> that kind of drama is the one that will that will push her to the front line to possibly carry this episode if Mima gets too into her head, you know, because like even though Mima is a general, like <laughs> Natalie has fought some really good battles and has given us some great TV. So mm-hmm. you we cannot dismiss that. Okay. And I hate the fact that I'm talking about it like like I'm analyzing sports like <laughs> you can't dismiss her yet you know she could come back yeah, and right. she could take the leadership and Hold score as many goals as she could you know <laughs> it, uh, 
what a fool. I feel like a fool sometimes talking about this show. But uh, oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, no, I do believe she's like crazy enough to carry the season with her drama. Uh, so uh, also another person that we need to mention that carried that that did some heavy lifting last season uh, was Stephanie because the whole thing with Ryan and Harris and stabbing the balloons and getting drunk <laughs> on the beach and all of that counted, you know, like the crazy cat lady painting, which I would totally have one too if I had the money. Um, for sure, for sure. Like right uh, above you, like my fireplace, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, people started making fun of it. I was like, I would do the same thing. <laughs> I totally would. I Like me and I have two cats and two dogs and a bearded dragon and a bunny in this house. So I would like have all of them. Forget my children. I would have all of the animals. and. <laughs> Like just yeah. their own family portrait. Yep. I love we, that. Yes. we don't even have pets and yeah. I would still do it. Just like me and some made up cat. Like, I, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> we actually have a friend who does animal portraits. So this could all be possible for this us. Could, we could make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, <laughs> nice. Hit us up, okay? Um, I see maybe a promotional, cross-promotional situation happening. Oh, That'd yeah. be great. Um, uh, okay, so we go back to and let's let's. This is why I'm a terrible recapper. I just like go off to the. But you recap like that's your bread and butter, right? Like oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but we go off on tangents too. We that's true. I mean yeah, yeah, like last night we recorded an episode about seeking sister wife, and somehow we ended up having a debate of who's the better actor, Robert De Niro or Al Pacino. Yeah, that well that's a, a natural one. spinoff of Seeking Sister Wife. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's just like what. And Al Pacino. Uh, so, yeah. Al Pacino. Bar That's nuts. what EJ said too. Interesting, and yeah. I think he changed our minds, at least mine. I, I know I'm, I'm a Bobby De Niro guy. Well, okay. So. Well, I mean, that's not to take anything away from Robert De Niro, because I mean, he's fantastic. But Al Pacino, scent of a woman. I mean, come on. I've never mm. seen that. See, that's, that's why I need I need to actually okay. see more Al Pacino movies yes. to be in this argument. <laughs> actually, the thing about Al Pacino is that like he got so like he was so good that he got into his roles to the point that he just started overdoing, overacting every time he had like a, a different role. But and, that doesn't take way, away from the good acting that he's done. And you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But that one thing about Robert De Niro is like he always like you know who he is, but you know he's also the character. So it's like, like, I know who you are. I've seen you in other movies, but you're also this character. You know, like he's that good at selling that. Uh, but what I was going to say about uh, Al Pacino <laughs> is that he reminds me of Mima because she is also overdoing it right now, wow. mm. right? Put all around. She's nice. overdoing uh, it. And it comes just... full circle. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> boom. That's how you reel the man, baby. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yes, uh, Mima, of course, we saw her breaking the rules that she wasn't supposed to uh, smoke, have any ciggies, or have any like food at all. And she's like, I'm gonna be honest with you, Natasha. Again, not to be confused with Natalie. Uh, from Natalie. <laughs> Natasha, the patient coordinator. Yes, yeah. who wears a bra top with a blazer. In an with her office. necklace going down between her cleavage yes. underneath the bra top, which I thought was like, who could pull this off? But this woman could. Right. You guys saw all of, I saw, I saw none of that. I literally, my eyes went to Mima. I didn't even see what she was wearing. You were anything. looking at Mima and her boobs, like doing. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That was really something. How uncomfortable <laughs> and cringy is Angela hitting on the plastic surgeon? 
Oh Ooh, which one? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, the, the first doc, okay, yeah, oh, the, the second one. Yeah, yeah. The, the one that she kept saying looked like Michael that doesn't look like Michael. Right. Yeah, right. You know, they're from, they're both from Africa, countries in Africa. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that was okay. a rough one. Yeah. Yeah. And she, yeah, she, there again, she was like really laying it on thick. I would never do that in like a professional setting at I all. I was shocked, but it, it's Mima, you know? I guess she does that. Mima's got a Mima. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's. I feel like, I mean, because she lives in her, like, she doesn't live in a trailer. She actually lives in, like, a house with, like, a foundation and stuff, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, important distinction. She has walls and a roof. <laughs> well, you know, you know, to be fair, trailers have walls and a roof, too, but, yeah. you know, whether or not they have a foundation or not is sort of the distinguishing factor here. Yeah. But she moved, right? They moved, and... um. But she still lives in like backwoods Georgia, right? And she's right. still like that's that's her frame of reference. She she you know she's in the big city now, right? Yeah, that's true. That is true. Maybe she's like being how she sees in the movies, like a little bit wild. She doesn't um, know how to be in yeah. around real people. It's going to be like all of us coming out of quarantine, right? Oh like, yeah, you're like, right. That's how we're gonna like, look at a car. Yeah. It's a bus. Oh look, people. <laughs> Yeah, don't walk in front of it. <laughs> but my thing about this is, okay, why do you need to go to Beverly Hills for? Like, yes. Because they're the ones giving it to her free for an exchange. Oh, see, because it, like if it was uh, like, for example, Rebecca, she got hers done in Georgia. Or, like, she got all her this, stuff done locally, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like... You know, support local businesses, Mima. Right. That's all I'm trying to say. And I made the point the other day, like, I would not want to get on a plane after having, like, major, major surgery and fly across the country. Right? Like, Like that kind of surgery? Yeah. 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 Sit for a long time. Like, I can't imagine. Well, they can't. I mean, I'm sure, like, they won't let her fly back until, Um, you know, if there's a safe period. I mean, this is obviously, like, they're not the first patient to fly in to see them for these procedures. Mm -hmm. So, like, I mean, that's probably fairly common, you know, so they have, you know, protocols in place of, you know, to get her, you know, back or, you know, and those aftercare settings and stuff where like they have like these fancy like hotel concierge aftercare settings. Whereas like when personally, like when I had, I had um, a mommy makeover a number of years ago. So when I was recovering, I was like at home in my bed (laughs) and I had like my then husband, baby Frauded's daddy, like taking care of me and like I'm emptying my (laughs) drink myself and stuff. (laughs) I love it. And I had like, we got specifically dark colored sheets, like they recommend, you know, mm-hmm. so that if you're, you know, your drains and cause you know, all the things. And so, you know, like with her, like they have like these specialty aftercare hotel, like recovery centers, like yeah. settings and reg- recovery center, not like the kind of recovery center in Beverly Hills that I went to and spent, you know, 60 to 90 days. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, um, so you have like real experience. Yeah. This is great. Oh, no, no. So, so my recovery center, I mean, when I went to rehab in LA. So, so my rehab was in Beverly Hills. <laughs> oh, that's the way to do it. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't all that fancy. It's like, it had the Beverly Hills address, mm-hmm. but you know, here's a funny thing about being in Beverly Hills. So, you know, you've got a bunch of addicts, right? we're all in various stages of like recovery. And, you know, most of, you know, we've all done the program, like you've already done your detox, and stuff, but we're all, we're all smokers. Like I, I don't smoke anymore, but I was at the time. Mm-hmm. 
And so like in between classes and groups and stuff, they would take us out for smoke breaks. But in, in Beverly Hills, they have a law that says you cannot stand still and smoke. Yeah. So I know, right? Like, <laughs> so, much, like so they would, we would have to walk up and down the block. So we, <laughs> there's this big row of like 60, you know, uh, uh, rehab, uh, you know, patients all yeah. in various stages of <laughs> recovery, <laughs> looking every bit the part, right? Walking up and down these blocks, like that is somehow better than us all standing in a single group for like five <laughs> minutes so while funny. we smoke our cigarette and then go back inside. Anyway. It's um, like cigarette break plus recess. They should have all just given you instruments or something. And you could have been like a marching band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have like a little replacement hobby. Right, right. Transfer addiction somehow. Yeah. Here's art therapy like, and here's trumpet therapy. Yeah. It's like a little parade every 15 minutes. Yeah. It was terrible. It's like, this is weird. It's so funny. Um, but in any case, so back to Angela in getting her, her surgery. Um, yes, well, I'm glad you mentioned the cigarettes because the doctor pulled some ciggies out of her bra. That was hilarious. Yes. Why would so, you bring cigarettes with you? That was, because she's so used to having them under, in her boobs, and her bra, mm-hmm. that like, which, I, that she wasn't wearing a bra. She's just wearing like a tank top with one of the like camisole tank tops with a shelf yeah. bra that like don't work on anybody over a B cup, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, and she's wearing that and he, he's like, yeah, your boobs are heavy because there's a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> oh, so no, yeah, no. She does not disappoint. Look at her still toting stuff in there. Just love mm-hmm. that. And then she had to dig underneath her other boob to get her lighter. And then she hands them to <laughs> Natasha. I'm like, ew, like gross. I know. I would have just handed her the trash. I and here, just dump them in your Yeah, trash. exactly. That yeah. Made more sense. Oh, um, so so that's where we we leave it off. So they talked to, to her about like her the, the weight loss surgery, what they're gonna do, and then the plastic surgeon's gonna do a boob reduction and lift at the same time, which she's like, Oh my god, Michael's gonna hate it. Um, all men say that when women with large boobs want to get a reduction, mm-hmm. um, get over yourselves. Right. <laughs> your I business. agree. Right. As my first sponsor used to like to tell me about everything, it's not about you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so what do we have next? What, what came after Angela? Well, if you want to talk, because I really feel like we need to talk about the doctor. We mentioned him earlier, the, the Nigeria doctor, right? Right. No, he's I'm from sorry, Ghana. No, no, uh, Ghana. 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 Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't want anyone to give us bad reviews for that. Like, <laughs> you don't know Ghana straight. from Nigeria? You... Right. <laughs> Which at this point, I should know. Well, we do know because we ended up looking it up on right. the, when we talked about this on our podcast. So you can hear us describe how close yeah. the countries are if you want. Very close. Very close. <laughs> Excellent. And that close. will all be linked down in the show notes as well. Okay. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> we usually don't take the time to look things up, so but we don't want to be canceled. okay. So, so I know, yeah, right? <laughs> we just we just don't want one star reviews anymore. We're done. So we're doing our research from now on. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing. Okay, she's been flirting with uh with this doctor, right? Mm-hmm. She uh flirted with Colty at the tell all. She flirted with uh Tom and smoked cigarettes with Tom. Sorry, Siggy's with Tom, and she and if like God forbid, Michael takes a picture with like a woman's hand in the background I she know. loses her shit mm-hmm. right how is this a, how is this a, a fair uh how is this fair in the relationship it's not but this is meemaw rules mm-hmm. That's right. it's, it's like boss. it's like american rules football like 
it's Mima rules relationship, right? Jesus. <laughs> that was a good point. Like, even yeah. remember when she met with the expats and like there was supposed to be one man that didn't show up? Of course, he didn't show up. She just went in there, sat down. She was like, I gotta go. Yeah, she's like, no, this is, and then she like, she was abusive towards him and screaming at him and like hitting him and like all these things about how dare he. And then like the, the God forbid, the women in the background of the boat, like he's been there before with women because there were women in the background. Right. Remember? And she's like a marine biologist, not like a, you know, a, like a Hugh Hefner model or anything like that. <laughs> right. So like, yeah, no, no Playboy Bunny in the background, yeah. like with her, with her like, you know, mouth around Michael's dick or anything like that. But <laughs> God forbid. So here's Angela being like, oh, feel me up, feel up my boobs. Ah! <laughs> you know, like having an orgasm right there on the, you know, in the, in the consultation room. And yeah, like Michael doesn't care because he's did the BJ for real and he didn't, you know, he just- Hell yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, right, right, right. I, did, I, did, I did the BJ for real. <laughs> he cannot live that. Beautiful. It was one of the most beautiful moments. It is, it is. Um, but uh, up next, we got the lovely Tiffany, AKA Shoulders, and as I'm, everybody's been calling her. I'm <laughs> feeling, okay, so um, I, I feel a little like Tiffany right now because I'm wearing this like. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even notice and I that. Keep, I'm like, so it's like a, it's like a workout cover up top, yeah. right? And it's like, it's too big for me because I've been losing some weight, right? So it's like starting to fall off. So it's falling off my shoulder. So I have like this cold shoulder thing going on unintentionally. <laughs> and it's making me think of Tiffany, who is apparently shoulders like are, uh, you know, constitutionally opposed to being covered ever. Yeah. <laughs> Not a single shot of her, whether it's an interview, yeah. whether it's whatever, she's got her shoulder showing all the yeah. time. Yeah. I think she, uh, she went on Instagram to write something on her stories, like hashtag free the shoulder or something like that. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I yeah. Mean, I mean, I'm maybe I'm just jealous because I can't pull it off <laughs> as well as she can. I don't know. Yeah. You yeah. know? But, um, same yeah, here. my my shoulders just aren't as pretty. So, <laughs> so let me ask you this: How do you feel about this relationship, or like, what side do you really mm. like land on at the end of the day? Because I'll be honest with you, I I know I'm a guy, and and I know nowadays I shouldn't support other guys, but uh, I think I think Ronald is kind of like get like he gets like the sh like the shed part. Right. Well, okay. So I mean, keeping in mind. What Hannah Caldwell always likes to remind me of, which is, you know, we're only seeing a snippet of their life, right? Right. And that I was really annoyed by her, like, on this phone call with him and being like, okay, I canceled I canceled the flights. We're not coming. If you want us to come out, then you need to pay for it. And she, like, launches at him in this yes. whole huge thing as if, like... I don't know, having a normal conversation with him about feeling like he's not pulling his weight is too much to ask for. Like mm -hmm. you, ha you can't just like talk to him about this and be like, you know, I feel like I am pulling all of the weight here and I really want to see you, but I'm feeling this is very lopsided. I'm feeling, you know, and having like a normal conversation with him. And instead she has this conversation in her head and she, mm -hmm gets like really like she gets really worked up about it because she's having the conversation not with him but with imaginary ronald and she she gets herself worked up and then she launches a real ronald and he's <laughs> like whoa where the fuck did this come from this is like came out of nowhere right i i didn't like that i felt she was um 
I felt she was a little out of line for that. And I feel like she should have given him an opportunity to like express how you're feeling. Like if you, that's what relationships are about, right? Like you have to communicate when you're feeling a little, you know, off kilter. Right. And and he also, he also has, uh, he's also in, in recovery. Yes. So that's a whole other thing. We haven't seen a lot of that. You have to be. Yeah, you have to be extra supportive, I feel. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, so I mean, obviously, like my viewpoint on this is as the Ronald in the situation. Mm -hmm. And um, had a life mate and I met after I got sober. So he was not with me when I have been in my active recovery, which was a complete shit show. And, you know, I alienated everybody in my life at that point um, because of like my behavior. So it's hard to speak to, you know, Tiffany has been there on both sides. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to speak to that persona. Like I'd have to get had a life made in here to speak to supporting an addict situation because my brain is so wired as an addict that that's how I see it. Like, um, you know, he's trying and you do have to be supportive. Um, but I also can't necessarily fault Tiffany for still harboring some of the resentments that she held because of his prior behavior. Now, that said, she shouldn't be holding his prior behavior against him now, but I can see why she does. But there are avenues to address that. Like Mm -hmm. addicts, if you're working a good program, you know, whatever program it is, whether it's AA, whether it's, you know, other 12 steps, whether it's not 12 steps, whether whatever, whatever you're doing, there needs to be something in place where you deal with these kinds of things, right? So you can like not be resentful at things and then it cause you to go use and do, you know, engage in your, your, your addiction. I think that partners of addicts need to work those things too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm pushing that shit with my family all the time. Like, yeah. I'm like, you need to do a four step on this. It sounds like, <laughs> sounds like you're holding a little bit of a resentment against her. You need to, you know what I mean? Like, um, probably to an annoying level, but, um, you it's know, so, so, so it's hard to, it's hard for me to, to support Tiffany, but it's also hard for me not to support her on there because I, I am naturally drawn to being like, okay, Ronald needs a break. But at the same time, I'm like, no, like, you know, we're, we're, yeah. we're assholes. You need to not, you know, you need to hold us accountable for our behavior, but is that yeah. what she's doing here? Or is she holding him accountable for his past behavior and his current behavior doesn't warrant, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd be I, interested to yeah. hear what you guys think. I get that. I definitely got the sense that the way she was doing it. And again, like, I know we only saw like a snippet of this, but the way she said, I'm canceling the tickets. If you want us to come here, then you can pay for it. I just felt that was super manipulative and like too much of a hard line because flying halfway across the world is something usually people need time to save up for. So she's making this this whole situation impossible for him to win because mm-hmm. he hasn't had that grace period to be able to say like, okay, I need to you know save up $100 every week to be able to afford three people coming over and then supporting right. them there. So I just felt like just that single thing was she's making it so it's the relationship is impossible, putting the problem on him more than her. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I I think uh, back to what Katrina was saying, 
I think she holds him accountable for his previous actions, mm-hmm. not from like in like the in the in the current actions that like he his his current actions are not uh, good enough. So I I can also see why she gets frustrated. But another thing she needs to understand is that you you are dating internationally, mm-hmm. so things are bound to be difficult no matter what. And you know the uh, their financial situation is different. Everything is there. like literally all the odds are against them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she also needs to keep that into consideration. We, you know, whether it is what we see in the show or not, maybe what's happening behind the scenes is not as bad. Maybe they're yeah, just maybe, like, eh, we're maybe just- she has had that conversation with him. I mean, I didn't get the sense from, from the conversation that, that she had ever said this to him before. Mm-hmm. Really like shell shocked by this. And like you said, Jenna, like, you know, he's got to save up for this and, you know, mm-hmm. and and I do feel I agree with you. I think it was manipulative um, for her to do it. I mean, she, she if if she's frustrated and she's angry about things and she's got this resentment about this situation about feeling like she's pulling all the weight financially, and and I get that. But there, the way she went about addressing it is not a healthy way in a relationship of dealing with yeah. it. Mm-hmm. You yeah, you know. Yeah, that's so true. I, I just think, and it's a, it's a little like um, you're in a relationship with somebody and holding that person accountable for the sins of your past partner, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like you carry that resentment over and it's like, this person isn't doing this to you, but you're treating me as if I did what your pat your ex did to you. And mm-hmm. I feel like there's a little of that going on as far as her being angry and upset about like you, like, you, you know, you you've spent all this money, you've done all this stuff and you can't expect me to trust you immediately. Totally mm-hmm. valid. But mm-hmm. she's got to make peace with and come to terms with a way of dealing with those resentments. She needs to go to therapy. She needs to go to uh, like uh, whatever the Gambler's Anonymous you know, equivalent of Al-Anon is, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever works for her because what she's doing is clearly not working. So she needs to like go see a therapist, you know, you can go see our sponsor, betterhelp.com. Great. (laughs) I think that's great advice. I think you're totally right. She has some healing to do on her own if she wants like this relationship to work. And also just as like a a woman and a woman raising kids, like it will benefit her so much, not just her relationship. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I totally agree. I feel like we always come, come back to that kind of advice with like a lot of these <laughs> yeah. people. So she's yeah. not alone and like ourselves included. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really support that. I think that's great. Now, if you had to go see a therapist, you can also use Katrina's sponsor, of course, or you can do what Tiffany did and go see a lawyer. Oh, yeah. Either hey, one works. I have to, but I have to make a caveat here because okay. everyone's like, why do you go to an immigration attorney who's like, you treat him like a marriage counselor? He was not an immigration attorney, you guys. He's a family and divorce lawyer. So oh, she went yeah. specifically to a divorce lawyer to talk about possibly divorcing her husband and say, hey, look, these are the situations. So if you look at it in that light, yeah makes a lot more sense right everybody assumes when you go to lawyers on this show it's going to be an immigration lawyer but i looked so not only did like he has a plaque in the background um he's it's and it's family and divorce like one of his like accolades you know Uh uh and right next to his uh state of maryland court of appeals which is the supreme court in maryland um bar admission certificate of which i have an identical one um 
That's his license to practice bar. I mean, <laughs> license to practice in <laughs> so Maryland. Bartender. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have the same one because I'm licensed in Maryland also. Oh, cool. um, I don't live there, but I'm a federal attorney, so it doesn't matter. Anyway. Okay. Um, so he had that thing in the background, but then I also looked him up. I looked up his firm and I looked up mm-hmm. him um, because f- where Tiffany lives, Frederick, Maryland is really close to here. It's in the DC metro area. It's slightly outside the DC metro oh, area, nice. but it's right. Yeah, it's right mm-hmm. here. So I looked it up. Yeah, they're a family. They do family law and divorce. So it made total sense for her to be having the conversation that she did with him about her situation the way that she did. That's so. great intel. That, that makes a lot intel. of sense. And I know <laughs> like a lot of those professionals like do act as therapists as well as their like regular <laughs> right. jobs, like Shit. finance people, like, yeah. you know, they're therapists in the way that like, you know, so much of money is emotional. So they are always like helping people too. Well, I feel um, like so- it's like on um, Love After Lockout. Mm-hmm. And they go to like the furniture store or the ring store or whatever. And they're like, <laughs> oh yeah, he just got out of prison. Or, yeah. you know, when they have that whole conversation. <laughs> um, I feel like that's a little more egregious than, I mean, we see it all the time on 90 Day, but I feel like it's more egregious on Love After Lockup, <laughs> which I am watching last season's Love After Lockup. This is what I was talking about. <laughs> I was watching it. I'm starting to watch it recently. And so I've been I'm looking forward to going back to your guys' recaps oh, on yeah. the episode because I gotta hear all this stuff about, you know, what's his name's lip and and um, you know, yes. all, all of the you know Lindsay. yeah. Oh, you're gonna have a blast. Yeah. yeah, EJ and Miguel have such a fun take on all of this because I'm, of like it's... where they both come from and like you know all their different perspectives. I love it. And we <laughs> sprinkle like a bunch of like as EJ and I used to be like absolute animals. We used it was you know we were comedians <laughs> and we were starting out and we were out on the road. We're out, so we, we have plenty of experience that <laughs> that you will hear. On, on Love After Lockup, on, on on every single one, there's always like, hey, you remember that one time, like one time we did that and it's kind of like this. And like, we we do the same thing with our podcast too, but it's just like, we, we always find a way to connect because at the end of the day, these people, I don't know if anybody's catching the references that at the end of the day, Quaylens. Oh. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's like, we're all people, we're all, we're all have had the same experiences that they have, you know, m- maybe not, like as extreme as going to jail and doing any of those things that they do but like we, we all had some of those experiences at one point or another mm-hmm. the only difference we don't put them on tv like they right. that's really yeah. it so we, we're able to connect and talk about it and, and we make it really fun so yeah i hope everybody checks it out yeah yeah and the crossover audience with 90 day fiance and love after lockup which is also um a matt sharp production yes um both you know sharp entertainment does both of those shows which you know there's it's fantastic so anyway to bring it back full circle yes we've got ronald who's maybe maybe not have a criminal record Mm -hmm. because my intel is that he had nothing holding up his visa application oh okay because he doesn't have anything on his permanent record allegedly that Mm -hmm. was my intel eons ago pre pre pandemic Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so anyway we'll see yeah 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 yeah. i'm curious to see how things develop with um with them um but can we talk about how um 
their daughter Carly does not need a DNA test to prove her father. Like, like <laughs> yeah, the identical Ron's version. Yeah. Of Ronald. That is, yeah, that is little wrong. Yeah, <gasps> Poor girl. Poor girl. Yeah. <laughs> but this, I know you know what? I think Ronald is an attractive guy. He's not He's unattractive, a, but I mean you know sometimes at work like as as kids grow and everything like they you know you're a mom they shape uh-huh. shift over time so <laughs> they shape it's shift. not yeah it's not your starting point it's where you end up i know i, I look like a little girl when i was little yeah <laughs> when you were little yeah yeah when i was like a little kid well, you're really as, pretty. people used to like as opposed to, little, to now yeah do I, look, do I look like a little girl now i think i think you would be great in drag he oh yeah, I, I, I have he's, done he's it. He's done comedy and drag before. Yeah. And nice. Drag club. Yeah. Okay. I did it once. The whole yeah. dress, the high heels. Yeah. And, like yeah. the full um, makeup and the wig. Full makeup, oh, full makeup nice. and the wig. Yeah. We'll send you a picture. Yeah. Nice. If, <laughs> if you guys go to Miguel tells jokes on Instagram, you will see the picture right there. It's like my nice. fourth or fifth, and I'm singing uh, Selena. Um, yeah, a little karaoke. Yeah, doing a little nice. lip sync. I went. I went all out for that. If I you guys are in the, the New York, New Jersey, tri-state area, right? Yeah. Like yeah. that's where you do a lot of your work, right? Yeah, not right now because of the pandemic and a lot of people are uh, still gathering and still coming out with COVID. So I want to avoid it right now. Mm, right. Uh, but once we're, you know, fully vaccinated and everything's open up a little more and the situation is more uh, relaxed, I think I will I will venture out again and start doing stand-up comedy. But uh, so right now I'm retired. Yeah. But you're smart oh. up all those jokes. <laughs> but I have like, I have, and then yeah. Jenna has to listen to them all all the time, and she's like, "Okay, you need yeah. to get yeah. back out I'm there." Usually the butt of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you poor thing. Okay, um, so let's get back to ninety day. Right, right, right. Yes. <laughs> right. Where are we to at? Bring, to bring that all around, I really felt in this episode, and I, I saw it online too. So it seems like a lot of people are feeling the same way. It really seems like um, Ronald is kind of like the butt of uh, Tiffany this whole season yeah. because she's just like using this whole this. I mean, they've only been on one episode, but that she's using it to like really shit all over him and mm-hmm. like not taking any kind of accountability for herself, like whatsoever. I mean, obviously we, we realize that she has some blocks potentially that like no. she can work on, but I just feel like it's such an inequitable kind of thing for people that like were genuinely in love. Right. Um, when they started and we don't have too, too many examples of that exactly. <laughs> so I'm really sad for them. You got to dig back to like the, the first couple of seasons of the show to, to find those yeah, <laughs> really genuinely. In, and mm-hmm. that's why some of those were boring, quote unquote, boring. Right. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they didn't have this kind of drama, you know, um, yeah. you know, Tiffany did her part in falling in love with the guy. Right. Okay. Getting married immediately and then immediately getting pregnant. Like she's just as responsible for that action as he is. And so she's as much to blame for their current situation. You know, you're not Mm -hmm. seeing your daughter and not at well. Right. (laughs) Kind of made it impossible. (laughs) Yeah, that was like one of the things that really bothered me on the last season they were on that she was like, we're coming over here to move, uh, to live here in South Africa. And then she let uh, uh, Ronald and little Daniel like get really close. Like they're like, they basically, yeah. he's like, calling him my daddy. Son. Yeah. yeah. And he tragedy. called her, he called him daddy. 
Yeah, and mm-hmm. like they were, they had this amazing relationship, and you know, he's trying to teach him about the the, the world in South Africa, and you ever hear about human trafficking, my boy? <laughs> like, <laughs> he was, he was just like, he was, he's the perfect dad, you know, he was, he had this kid, and then she's like, now nah, we're going back to the states. Uh, Daniel, say goodbye to your to Ronald, and uh, get get in the plane. Let's go. I know that that Just broke ripping, my heart. Ripping them apart from each other like that, yeah. She's pushing them to be close to each other, and then she takes them apart like that. Really, like it this like, coming like from a woman me. who did not know she was pregnant. That's right. Oh my god! That's Wait, true. do you remember this TLC show as well? Like, it oh was yeah, like it's on old... all the time. Yeah, it's still on. Oh my yeah. god, I didn't see that? Yeah, yeah. I, I wish they did like a uh, recap of that story. <laughs> you know, put her on that show. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like God. you know, oh, I was really skinny. I had no belly, and I was getting my period every month. No, you were eighteen years old, and you didn't know what the hell you were doing, and you're just yeah. dumb. I mean, I know. Okay, Health allegedly there too. are genuinely stories about people who really didn't know they were pregnant, and I don't feel like she's one of them. Like I feel like she didn't know she was pregnant because she's dumb. Yeah, or like <laughs> deep denial too. That's another thing that kind of plays Good. into like her not taking accountability for all of this. Maybe yeah. she. Would- has that ability in her brain to like pretend that nothing is happening you're smart also don't don't say that out loud you know what i mean like don't say i don't know i was pregnant because like your kid's right next to you you know what i mean like if i was gonna feel like yeah yeah. like way to make the kid feel exactly well i mean like decades ago he would have been a miracle baby so you know Mm -hmm. he would have like had you know like i don't know what religion they are but like he would have been like the gift of God. Something so like I think yeah. he is. He's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of sweet, oh. how about that, Brandon? Huh? Oh God! Oh, <laughs> huh? Sweet boy. Yeah, he really. I was up for bat for him. Whatever that phrase is, like the first season that he was on. Yeah. I was like, no, his parents suck. Like, I understand that. I can relate because I have personal experience. And like, it's kind of like you're in a cult a little bit. Uh, but no, no, he's no. just an asshole. Just a, yeah. He's just yeah. an asshole. <laughs> just an asshole. I mean, like, there, like to my first point, like, it is very possible that like you do have that situation growing up and then you also are an asshole or you become right. an asshole. They're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he's going above and beyond. Yeah, like, you know, there's, there's one thing about sort of being under like the influence of your crazy swinger parents um, living on the murder farm that um, goes a certain distance. But then he does, like you said, takes it above that, right? Right. And like is intentionally seems to be an asshole to Julia, who is, I get so confused with watching Mm -hmm. her because- You know, she was such the victim last season because the parents, Brandon, were just terrible. And then we see her on the tell-all and she's terrible. Just go to gym club. (laughs) And then, and being all, being a judgmental bitch. And then we see her now and now Brandon's being an asshole. And so I'm very, very confused. It makes me feel like all like... I'm, I'm, I like have all these warm and fuzzies and then I have this hate and I'm very conflicted watching her. And, and then I just like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I mean, yeah. even Yara said it too, when she arrived at the tell-all, she's like, 
oh, I talked to you on Instagram and I thought you were nice. And then now that I met you, you're a bitch. Yeah. Right. She did say that. So I was like, <laughs> uh, what? Well, she kind of, I mean, she kind of was, right? Yeah, like, was. I trust Yara's honesty on that. Yes. <laughs> you yes, know, they 100%. had every reason to be besties, right? Mm-hmm. To connect as you know, it's on paper. Yeah. The chemistry is the there. Eastern European women, you know, like connecting, um, you know, they speak, you know, some of the crossover language. I think both of them speak Russian and Ukraine, um, Ukrainian. I'm not entirely yeah. sure. I, um, no I don't know. I would think that's common though, only because like of the history of the country. Right. Oh, right. God. Do we right. do the I, research? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, I think, no, guess. I think somebody, I think there was a post and it was by like one of their, husbands about the tell-all because they were communicating Mm -hmm. julia and yara were communicating in one of the languages and it was like well one's ukrainian one's russian and it was like yeah but they both speak or whatever it is anyway so um they they had every reason to be besties and sort of like you know enemy of you know yeah yeah, and then and yara was like (laughs) Fuck you! No, you're being yeah. judgmental of plastic surgery. No, I'm gonna get my nose, my lips. I'm gonna get my boobs. I'm gonna get this. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And more power to her. You should. You should get yeah. it. Whatever you with your body. Do whatever the fuck you want to do with your body. Yeah. Yeah. She was very empowering around that. Yeah. I love that part. Mm-hmm. But and you, you can go to guess what, guys? You can go to gym club. Mm-hmm. And you can get plastic surgery. You can do both. Yeah, Boom. I'm sure they recommend both. Absolutely. Done <laughs> and done. Yeah. Right. Have a right. whole wellness thing. <laughs> yeah. I know. So I, I don't know what to think of her. I'm like totally on your side about that. Like warm and fuzzy. And then all of a sudden like, whoa, where did this go? Um, because like, I mean, she, she seems like deeply unhappy. Like she's a, she's like a, uh, fun girl, definitely like a fun, happy, light kind of girl. Yep. But uh, maybe these behaviors are coming out because she's like deeply unhappy based on her situation on the farm and like but with Brendan's family and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Right. And know. if he, I mean, if he genuinely was like, yeah, yeah, we'll move, you know, we'll, you know, we'll be here temporarily or whatever, right. you know, but we'll go to the big city because Dinwiddie is fairly close to here, Dinwiddie, oh, yeah. Virginia. Like oh, it's yeah. out in the middle of nowhere, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, okay. When they're talking about the closest big city that he's willing to go to is Richmond. Like Richmond is fine. It's like an hour and a half south of here. Like yeah. it's fine. It's a, you know, decent, but it's not a big city. I, I mean, see. it's not like, I mean, it's a metropolitan. There's a city, there's mm-hmm. a downtown, like the, all of that, but it's not like Las Vegas. It's not DC. It's not New York. Yeah. It's not even like Middleton, New Jersey, I would think, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um is it Middleton or Middlebury? Middle- I we don't venture yeah, past we don't that yeah. we don't go that deep into Jersey. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, like so I don't know. New Jersey a little. I don't know any I don't know. I don't know any of it. I mean we just got distracted to Princeton though. We that did. Was nice. That was fine. <laughs> <laughs> but you're I'm sorry. right. Like, New Jersey's pretty cosmopolitan for like, you know, compared to a lot of other places. It has I to mean, keep uh, up. Yeah, Richmond, R- Richmond's nice. Like I, you know, it, it's got a nice little art scene. It's got a couple like good research hospitals. It's you know, it, it's it's fairly metropolitan as far as that goes. But it's not big city. But her, mm-hmm. she was being very willing to be like, okay, look, I'll compromise. Like, let's do Richmond for now. Mm-hmm. That's fine, you know. Yeah. 
and she's he's being up. a dick to her about her love of Las Vegas. This is the first time she's ever seen Vegas, which is if you've never been there before and all you, this is what you want is a Russian go-go dancer. Like all of a sudden <laughs> you're kind of like in your element on steroids. You're like, oh my God. And he's just being a dick to her about it. Not like, oh yeah, you know, not like he's not being supportive of her and that. Yeah. And then she's like kind of turned around and is like being a bitch about it. Like, right. <laughs> I don't she's know. She's like yeah. neck. And that whole thing, like, it really, really annoys me because nothing is really holding Brandon back. Like, they have bugs everywhere. He can, like, get certified. I don't know anything about the certification process for him. Like, he did say that is an issue on his mind. Mm -hmm. But, like, they, like, you are a lawyer. You can get certified in any city. You just, you take a test and, like, there's probably some things. Like, it's probably similar or for Brandon. sure, sure. What could be so hard, you know? Any industry, you you know, teaching, nursing, like so, and then, then, you know, there's so many that are state specific, right? But but overall, the concept is similar. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Absolutely. And I feel like he owes it to her to be like a little bit more open to what she wants. But from what we've seen in the past, like with the wedding, for example, and Mm -hmm. like with COVID and all of that, he's unbending. Well, like, do you remember when um, he, when she got really mad and she called him and she was like, you know, we need to leave the farm. We need to do something. And like, I can't handle this. This is not me. Um, and he's like, what's wrong with a few cute animals? Yes. Total oh gaslighting her about that. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Brandon, no, like that's, that's a dick move, right? Like yeah. com- way to completely invalidate your fiance's feelings about anything about who she is as a person. Right. <laughs> like, Katrina, you know what we need? And what? we've said it on our podcast a million times, we need to see the text messages before the show right like okay, we, i want to see yeah we want to yeah. see the person that brandon was portraying himself yeah. to be mm-hmm. because i mean you can't just like text somebody and they're gonna fall in love with you you know what i mean like right. he had to be he had to have some sort of game you right know? well they met in person see. right like at a at a club or something right oh right yeah that was like their new backstory they like met and because uh what's her name um uh, Julia, Julia, her, she like met his friend in South Korea. And then the friend was like, Brandon, I met this nice girl. Why don't you come here? That sounds a little far-fetched for me, especially <laughs> knowing how Brandon doesn't like to travel that much. Uh, what, bar, uh, what bar are you at? Uh, I'm at the, um, well, I don't know, but uh, it's in South Korea. You should uh, come I'm check sure. it out. Yeah, right. Oh, all right. Okay. That's small. All right. I'll be there in uh, 27 hours. All right. Keep her there. Right. Yeah. Like, I thought I- they had met in person. They were one of these couples that had met in person. And I don't remember the specifics, probably because it keeps changing. But like, <laughs> I feel like they had met in person, had like a brief, like, ooh, you know, and then carried on the relationship via text and Skype and that yeah. and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and I, I absolutely agree with you. We need to see what it was about those communications that kept the relationship going. Like, yes. who was he? Who was he portraying himself to be? Yeah. Tim and Hennifer, another couple. That's right. Yeah. We need to, I want to know how Tim landed Hennifer mm-hmm. in Colombia. You guys know the real story behind them, right? No? I think so. Kind oh, of, but not really. Well, how it was like, they were, they were kind of doing a reenactment? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So they, they had still, been, you know, they like, had been, um, 
they'd been communicating, whatever, and they 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 met online. You know, he's got a thing for Colombian women. It's a thing. Um, she's not the first. She won't be the last. Yeah. <laughs> um, they decided to meet in Mexico. They met up, decided they hated each other. She stayed in Mexico for two weeks. He came back early, but then the show called and was like, no, we because they had applied and then they decided they didn't like each other. And then the show called and was like, we want you. And so they said, okay, let's pretend like we hadn't Jeez. met. And they did everything we see on that season is them just reenacting, pretending. But, but oh even gosh. even the events leading up to that, the text mm-hmm. messages leading up to that, oh, yeah. to them meeting in Mexico, we want those. I want to see them. <laughs> yeah. I need to see who, right. what kind of game was he, was he spitting at Hennifer? What was the negotiation like? Exactly. Too? How do you get into this? Like, <laughs> I'll fly you out to Mexico and then we'll have fun in Mexico. Right. And then <laughs> like, they met and in person and it was like, you know, one of those things like that you see or that you hope to see on before the 90 days, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, before the 90 days is them meeting before like meeting for the first time right Mm -hmm. so like they they always show the couples that hit it off or don't even really hit it off and that shouldn't be together but they stay together anyway and they go on and they pretend this whole thing and they get engaged and Mm -hmm. or get appreciation rings or you know (laughs) appreciation keys or whatever they get (laughs) and um they do that whole dog and pony show but like they were one of these who like met in person and all like you know wonder if the chemistry is going to be there in person like it is online and they get and then it's like oh nope and they wow. peaced out right <laughs> like we never get to see that on tv that would have been a great that would have yes. been great television yeah that would have been i awesome. totally agree that would have been so fun uh speaking of about chemistry the chemistry between charlie and andre oh, is God. uh <laughs> heating up yeah. Heat it up. Oh my god. I, I cannot stand uh, so we're talking big Charlie or big Chuck or little Chuck? Uh we're talking about uh little Charlie. Little Chuck. Okay. Yeah. That guy's terrible. And and mm-hmm. I'm saying this as a room full of terrible people. He's the most <laughs> terrible. Like they're yeah. all standing around the kitchen, and I'm like, okay, I've seen her twat, I've seen her twat, I've seen her twat. Oh yeah, um, only fans. Oh, you know, yeah, because all their OnlyFans stuff is leaked. All of the the sisters, right? And and uh, Char- Charlie's wife Megan, hers is up there too. Oh. And so <laughs> I'm watching this, and everybody in the family was like, "Chuck, sh- you know, Charlie, stop, stop being dick, right?" And he sounded like he was being a drunk asshole, like he was at the Moldova wedding. And the whole family, when the rest of the family, Libby is telling you that you need to tone your shit down about Andre. Then you yeah. know, like something's amiss here, right? Yeah, yeah. even like, Jen. You might want to check your behavior. I know. Yeah, Becky, and Je- Becky, yeah. Becky, Becky and too. Jen. But Jen definitely, like, she like absolutely hates Andre. At least when we was in on the show, so she she like really has it out for him. But even she was like at the wedding, she was like, "All right, all right, Chuck, uh, Charlie, come the fuck down." Yeah, <laughs> like that's too much. All right, family brand. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, in real life, they all get along just fine. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, this is all completely manufactured. Has been from season one. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot. Of, I got. We we have a lot of sources in the family Libby camp, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Libby camp. <laughs> and, I love it. I mean, they're not shy about airing their dirty laundry and their vaginas, so yeah. <laughs> we're able to get a lot of information from them. And um, 
I mean, in that, you know, I'm, I'm not obviously going to give away my sources, but yeah, we have credible information that, no, they get wow. they all just fine. Mm-hmm. They all get along just fine. Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, that actually makes a lot of sense because they all have the same, like, you know, uh, like way about them and they all have the same mission, obviously, to like become nudists online. That's like <laughs> all they want to do. <laughs> um, so they're all kind of like working towards the same goal together. Yeah. So it, it makes more sense that they would like get along. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, yeah. they really are trying to be the Kardashians of Florida. Trash Kardashians. Yeah. Wow, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Kardashians of Central Florida. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my word. I St. Pete, whatever, wherever. Oh, it, wasn't that where Kenny was from? St. Tampa, St. Pete. Yep. Oh, I have. Oh, wow. Yep. Oh, I miss Kenny. I get in trouble every time I talk about spoilers on Kenny and Armando because oh really yeah because people don't like you know to think that anything about their story is manufactured Mm -hmm. and their love story is not manufactured I've said this a million times right their Mm -hmm. love story is genuine it is what it is there are parts of the filming and production that are manufactured and I said that and like the entire internet came for me it was it was ridiculous so i will say this about them too i i absolutely love them and they were the perfect palate cleanser that we needed after you know having baby girl lisa and big pet so (laughs) i i love every single second of it like i said it before i could watch i wish we watched and instead of the the entire the rest, I don't even remember who else was on the show. I, just, <laughs> yeah, I, know, right? I wanted I wanted four hours of Kenny just jamming in his car all the way to <laughs> Mexico. I just wanted the dog. With the dog. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. <laughs> like I I mean they, they they are amazing. They were very sweet. Whenever there was a problem, they would talk. They wouldn't like just fucking launch at each other and attack each other. Like they were very, very sincere. I <laughs> loved every single and they were the very first official gay couple in the 90 day fiance universe yeah so i was i was over i was so happy for them i we needed that we needed that we don't count stephanie and the one from no no erica yeah well i gotta say one thing um I watched a like our love story with two international people who like found each other um, and I watched it on YouTube the other day and I was like you know what I am so grateful for TLC and like the manufacturing that they do do because it was so hard to watch the other one with, <laughs> when they had like no uh, production experience there was no direction oh, no. it was just a free-for-all of them mumbling and everything like that so in that moment I was like I like the way they do it like <laughs> Keeps us all entertained and Absolutely. engaged. Gives us something to talk it about. It creates a storyline. Yeah. There's something before, to be said for yeah. the production storyline. Yeah, yeah, it's and, so true. And I will throw this out there again. I'm, I'm a comedian. My goal was to eventually make it to WWE and write for them. Okay. But, but I will be willing to give up my dream to write for TLC. I think I got some pretty kick-ass storylines yeah. that I can use and develop. And I, feel I think like they I can would be, I feel like some of those storylines could be interchangeable. Totally. Yeah. You know, I was just watching um, SmackDown this morning from last oh. night, you know? <laughs> yeah. We're, we're big wrestling fans in this house. Love so that. <laughs> yes, yes. Hell yeah. But yeah, I feel like I, I could definitely write some really good stories 
you know, uh, I do feel like there's the same skill set yeah necessary oh, for both yeah and yeah you bring a fresh perspective we've seen yeah. some of the same storylines over and over, over and, and over again, yeah. year after year and in, in some cases with this show yeah yeah like, matt sharp about- matt sharp if you're looking for new talent which you should be yeah. <laughs> i'm your man yeah. hit him up yeah. and be like, all right we go what's your next idea well how about this and mima instead of getting plastic surgery done she wants to buy a tiger no 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 hear me out hear me out <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> I totally would. No, 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 no. But we'll do it with, with, with Joe Exotic. So it'll be like oh. a crossover. Like, trust me, no, Matt, Matt, no, Matt, don't walk away. Matt. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll come out with something else. Don't worry about it. Just come back in 15 minutes. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Oh my God, I would totally watch the yeah. Miguel produced episodes. It would be um, better than some of this Libby and Andre oh, stuff God, that we yeah. have to sit. I can't sit through her yelling anymore. Like I, I just can't. And the flip flopping. Yeah. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh, and my now, God, like I'm you go to your family and you complain about Andre being a bum, and then you get mad when they call him a bum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. she she's such the instigator in between them, and it's like. Yeah. That was my favorite part when she goes, uh, when Charlie goes, oh, one more thing. Fuck him. She's like, how can you say fuck him? What? He hasn't done anything. Well, I'm like, yeah, we know. Yeah, that's the point. He hasn't <laughs> done a thing. <laughs> and then she's like, well, it's like they get mad because he doesn't work. And then he has them for $100,000 because he wants to work. And now they're mad at him. Like, what? I'm like, Like, like there's what? no in between? <laughs> Like what? Like he can't just come and start working. He's got his real estate license now. Right. (laughs) And this is the thing though, too. It's like they, 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 the manufactured outrage on behalf of the siblings is hilarious to me because it's like, as if Andre didn't get his real estate license for the exact purpose of joining the family business. Like that Mm -hmm. wasn't the whole plan from the beginning because of their flipping business. They need, licensed real estate agents to buy and sell the properties and that's what becky does so when becky was like um well as long as he doesn't infringe on my you know my work or whatever like no he's he's gonna compliment you guys need more people you know you need to license people and everybody does different things with it you know right with the various aspects of the business and they're expanding there's nothing wrong with that (laughs) like it wasn't the whole fucking purpose it wouldn't surprise me if chuck Pay, you know, Chuck didn't finance the whole, like his classes and stuff that he needed to do to take the, the real estate license, which in Florida is no joke. Florida mm-hmm. notoriously makes a lot of their licensure very difficult. They do it for lawyers. They do it for real estate agents. They do it for CPAs. I think they do it. There's a lot of industries that make it very difficult and it's to help curb all the snowbirds that come down and want to mm-hmm. just oversaturate the market with whatever industry it is. So mm-hmm. they make their, their state licensures a little bit more difficult and so, so interesting the real estate license is one of them yeah oh. so that you don't get like this influx of licensed agents from everywhere who come in you know winter mm-hmm. in florida yeah oversaturating well, the market me so much more respect for all the people i know that have been able to get those kind of licenses <laughs> oh, i mean i can't speak from personal experience because yeah. i haven't taken you know i haven't taken the specific real estate exams and things like that but i i i do have a lot of experience and knowledge base with like the, the bar license. And I know from talking to other people and stuff that the other licensors are similar in that regard. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's so interesting. Oh my gosh, I'm learning a lot here today. Thank you. Yeah, I know. See, this is why I love the Frauded Podcast yeah. because you get to learn so many things about it's, everything. Like it's the, the learning and channel, my people. Yeah, it's the is. learning You're channel. The last yes. learning channel. <laughs> Die and breed. Yeah. You can it's find all it all here. DLC is the learning channel, my friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day, and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times, and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought, like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me, and it's not going to fit right, and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it it's super, super comfortable and it is, it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu. <laughs> what do we it. have next? Who do we have next? Oh, my God. Well, we get dinner with the uh, with the Asuelos and Kalanis. Oh, and... right. The crepes. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> you don't see that very often. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but ever since Asuelo uh, and Kalani decided that they wanted to buy a house, Asuelo has been on his best behavior. Like he just heard Santa Claus right. is coming. Yeah. yeah like what do you, what do you what do you suspect is behind that? Behind what? His be behavior change. Oh, behind. Oh, because he wants his <laughs> He's own such room. a man, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> behind what? Yeah. <laughs> what? That's a brilliant thing that you just said. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think he does yeah. want his own gaming room. I yeah. think that's right. <laughs> oh, is he that wants, like, it? His, his, his own TikTok room. Yeah. You know, he gets all the lights in the background and he can do all of his dances. And... Oh, great. Something for all of us. Yeah. And okay. I think that's that's what it is. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I, and I imagine he wants out of that house under um, Lowe's thumb as well. That's true. Even seeing because he can't be the alpha that. male when Lowe's the alpha male. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Simone culture, right? Like you can only have one. Yeah. So you talk to my daughter like that again, I want to kick your ass. Yeah. And he, he can't even be like that around the mother, too, yeah. because the mother is, like, more empowered than he's used to with women. Although he grew up with some pretty tough women. Some yeah. pretty strong so, women, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm surprised that he's having such a reaction to all of this. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think he wants out from that house more than anything i think the mom needs a job in uh collections you know oh, <laughs> you mean uh, no, his mom as well as mom i want my money i want my money listen we can't give you three thousand but we'll give you three hundred okay i'll take it yeah. i'll take you know? it <laughs> we settled it settled done <laughs> settled yeah that's a good point <laughs> i Holy like it crap. i like it <laughs> i think that'll be a good professional yeah, put her to her. work <laughs> 
But uh, I mean, yeah, they didn't really show too much about him. But yeah, he's just been on his base behavior. He wants to obviously get a house and get this TikTok gaming room. And and I mean, I I hope they find you know the the money to find to buy it. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it's gonna come from. I don't think there's enough TLC paychecks for this. But uh, if they can somehow swing it, then hey, old power to them. I wonder if they're actually gonna do it or if it's just for storyline purposes because like it would play into the whole like a lot of this is manufactured and that's not who like him being a child is not really who he is and that what we're seeing now is more of who he actually is Mm -hmm. you know like that's a good point you know i wonder i wonder if there were actually going to see them buy a house or if it's just this whole setup for sister moving in you know Kalini moving in um and can we talk about how gorgeous Kalini is I mean I know know. that's like the the prevalent it's yeah yeah Yeah. she is yeah so beautiful yeah Yeah. anyway sisters like great things going on in that family I know right that hair just Uh, the hair comes from the mother yeah that's incredible yeah I'm always envious when I see that I had and I will say this too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> super cute children. Yeah. They but, can yeah. make the cutest babies. Oliver and it Kennedy is, are yeah. adorable. Yeah. 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 So I think overall beautiful family. Mm-hmm. They just need to get it together emotionally and yep. respecting each other. <laughs> Basically, that's all they need to be yeah. a perfect couple. Well, that's what he that just plays into my I think, you know, maybe it's played up and Oswalo really isn't that much of a dick a childish dick and he's really like the character we're seeing now is more of who he truly is because mm-hmm. yeah. you know Kalani's not dumb like why would she be with somebody that long mm-hmm. if he was really as childish and as bad as we saw on the last season yeah and you know what not I, dumb and not yeah. desperate like she has her whole family be- beside behind yep. her like she's not like destitute or anything like that right. and needs a partner but yeah, so I, I totally think that you're on the right track there. And I can't yeah. wait to see more from them. Yeah. Yeah. Lion bitch. What were you gonna say? No, uh, <laughs> yeah. forgot. I completely oh, forgot. Sorry. Um MS brain's contagious. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but uh speaking of the perfect couples though, Mike and Natalie. Oh my god. Oh my god, who 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 could think of a more perfect couple? Seriously. <laughs> Hey, uh, let's have uh, let's have sushi from your favorite place at the lobby. Yeah, why why are we having sushi in the lobby versus their room? I don't know. No idea. I'm not sure about that one. And was it someone's birthday? I feel like it was Mike's birthday. birthday. Mike's birthday. No. Got it. Okay. I don't imagine him as a sushi lover. That may just be like bias on my part, but I was surprised about that. That seems more like her thing. Yeah, you know, but hey, you know, um, he, you know, she was, she, and she even bought him champagne. Look, she right. bought him alcohol, like it was a big deal, right? Like, oh, yeah, I feel yeah. like she wanted kudos for being that kind of girlfriend or wife. Mm-hmm. I guess she is. <laughs> I'm a yeah. cool wife. Being like, hi, I'm the cool wife. Like, I yeah. bought him. He likes booze, and I bought him booze. I want kudos. Give me the accolades. Right. And then, as always, they devolve into this fight, and Mike pieces out. Yeah. Why don't you recap that fight for us? Oh my God. Well, oh, there was a lot going on in there. I mean, first <laughs> of all, Natalie's like, okay, what's going on? Your friends in Vegas, uh, do you think they'll like me? And Reno. he's like, uh, oh, Reno? Yeah. yeah. So 
I mean, Vegas, Reno, nobody's going to like her anyways because she's <laughs> fucking rude. <laughs> All right. Why wouldn't your friends like me? I don't know, because you call them fucking peasants and idiots because they're like, well, you have to understand she's from a different country. Um, you still have to be nice to people. Yeah. <laughs> that <Yes>. was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That was insane. Like, I'm from another country. I feel like I'm pretty nice to everybody. Yeah, you've been okay. I don't need to be rude. You figured out I'm that life hack? Country. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go to go to YouTube and just, you know, find don't out. Don't be a uh, dick. Like, it's a life hack. A yeah. <laughs> Easiest rule in life. <laughs> so, and then she she brought out the whole pictures uh, about somebody, one of her friends, or one of his friends sending boot pics, which I will say this. I had a friend that used to send me boot pictures. And it wasn't a her, it was a he. So mm-hmm. I was just like, Steve, what is, why? <laughs> like, I have the internet too. Like, you know, I don't, <laughs> like, thank you. Oh, I wait, appreciate wait. it. Was, but, he, uh, was he sending can, his own boobs or was he sending other, like, women's boobs? Like, you got to clarify was, what boob like pictures you're sending. It was, it was just like random women. Okay, so like, not his own. They were, no, they were not his own. <laughs> okay. So, but they weren't also like, like I think they were just like porn stars or something. So I was like, hey, I don't. Again, <laughs> I can do my own research if I really need to. Thank you very much. Uh, but yeah, eventually I confronted him about it. I was like, Hey, what, what's going on with this? Like, oh, I just thought you'd find it hilarious. I'm like, Oh, I, yeah. You know what? I had such a big laugh, but I think it needs to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Naked women, hilarious. Yeah. It's, right. Yeah. It's, oh my god, I was rolling on the floor laughing the entire time. <laughs> Do you uh, think that woman that is Mike's friend is doing that to Mike? I think so. I think it's oh, okay. something like that. It's I think she sends him. Anything. Yeah, like he, <laughs> she sends him. Because I remember how he talked to that girl at the tell-all. It's like, good night, B. Like, oh, good night, that's B. right. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, in front yeah. of everybody. And it was like, yeah. is that like an inside joke? Like, right. what, what the fuck's happening here? They should explain a little yeah, bit more. Well, and Natalie like, has a history of misinterpreting things, though, too. I mean, not that, like, I don't know, like seeing naked boobs on your husband's phone if that's what happened like that's not really open to interpretation if you don't like Mm -hmm. it you don't like it regardless of the intent or who it is or whatever but she has been known to misinterpret situations you know lots of times yeah you know he takes off to you know the night before his wedding she assumes he's having a bachelor party you know, with all these naked girls, which no, he was like sitting by the river or something. Yeah, right. Whatever. He was doing like fishing by himself. Um, and so she makes these things up in her head. Um, but I, you know, we don't know like what the situation is. But if she's yeah. seeing these pictures on his phone, if that's what's happening, they need to have a conversation about it, you know. So she has seen those pictures, and I know that for a fact because. Then she goes on to say, oh, I don't know why he got so upset. It was just a joke. Oh, yeah. And right before he said, like, don't say that now. Yeah, he's like, don't say that. Don't joke like that. She's yeah. like, well, I thought you like jokes. I, I made joke. I'm like, well, that wasn't a joke. I mean, <laughs> this man is walking out on you. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's not a joke, Natalie. I've been left. I yeah. was shocked at that. Yeah. Uh, so it must have been like, I think, you know what I think it was? I think it was something private that he told her. And he's like, oh, yeah, he's sending me this pics because, like, we have this thing that we send each other, like, like, boob. Like, maybe it was his own boob. You know, it was his friend sending <laughs> right. his own boob or whatever. And she was like, oh, okay. And now she's bringing it up. Like, well, what about the friends who send you boob pics? 
and she kind of like giggled a little bit too she like uh-huh. smirked a little bit yeah and that's when he was like what the fuck i told you that in private now this is both now now you're gonna make it seem like he probably in his mind it just started escalating to like now people are gonna think that you're this my friends are sending me naked pictures and shit and he just like He's like, I'm done. I had it. I'm done. I feel like her bringing that up at that moment is on par with Tiffany bringing up, I canceled the tickets. Mm -hmm. You need to pay for it. Like that level of manipulation. Like I'm going to bring up this thing intentionally to provoke you so that I can be sitting in my righteous anger. Uh Right. I can be self-righteous about my position because you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I feel like there's are similar situations there, both yeah. of which are massively unhealthy. Yep, totally agree. I can see and that. Just to bring it up, is that something? I think we've had this conversation before, or someone's brought it up. Like, but is that something that he used to do to her? Like, he definitely likes to poke at her and like oh, yeah. make her very, very angry. So maybe she's starting to like get that behavior and like doing it to him as well. Oh, she's, she's learning. Him, maybe. Oh, God. She's learning. And, and, and her, she's applying and she, it. And her subtlety just doesn't work very yeah. well. Right. Like, maybe yeah. they're, they're misfiring these jokes at each other. Yeah. Because she was confused. She's like, I made joke. This is the way we do it, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and also, then he, he pieces out, which I always have a problem with people just walking out of arguments. But yeah. no. <laughs> I don't think it's a healthy way to deal with things. But... I'm not necessarily right on that because some people need time to cool down, right? It's and it's going to be more true. efficient, more effective for this communication. If like me, just like, I just want to hammer at it and hammer at it. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily the best way to deal with things necessarily. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's like, not Natalie's style at all. Like no. she likes to hammer at things. And I think he, like maybe he's re- reached his breaking point because of like past history and all that. Yeah but I was still shocked he did it. It's not like he just went up to the room and was like, I just need like a 10 minute break from you. He packed his shit. He had his gym bag and he had a Safeway bag. (laughs) Did he take the sushi with him? I don't know. Because that would have been hilarious. He's like, and I'm taking the sushi too. (laughs) I said goodnight. (laughs) (laughs) You bitch ass, slut ass whore. (laughs) I will not be disrespected like this tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god but no, that katrina really that was that was the episode that's it that was yeah. it what are we in for on this weekend's episode what is we, the the coming we didn't attraction? see the preview <laughs> we didn't watch the preview <laughs> no we didn't watch the preview. normally we do but i i think we're just like like we were just, I think we we'll watched it on Discovery Plus, and as soon as I saw the preview, I was like, no, nah, okay, done. That's enough. I'm yeah. gonna see enough recapping. I don't need to see. But I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a stab at it. Um, let's see. Uh, Julia and Brandon will fight once again because he wants to not move to Vegas, and she wants to. Um, let's see. Mima is gonna get her surgery, and Skyla is gonna be like, Mom, like. Stop smoking. I mean, was going to continue smoking throughout the <laughs> surgery and everything. Um, and uh, let's see who else, who else, who else? Um, Tiffany. Tiffany, Tiffany and, and Ronald. Ronald. Yeah. Oh. Tiffany will finally get shoulder pads and Ronald will be like, hey, those are sweet. And then they're going to like, you know, fall and in love again. She's going to f- fly to South Africa and everything's going to be fine. 
boom <laughs> there it is uh who else who else who else mike and natalie mike is gonna go home he's gonna take shots with uh uncle Bo. uh yeah. he's gonna you know tussle his hair and play catch with him then they're gonna go tussle hunting in the woods in, yeah. the, in the woods uh and uh let's see who else am i Kalani and yeah. uh i think they will go to get ice cream after that because um as well who got uh, uh, a plus in math and he got like a little star sticker so um yeah he definitely got he earned behavior. an ice cream treat yeah, he got a, he's gonna get a treat um, for him. so I, I mean that's just my guess i don't know that that could be the next episode okay well um i <laughs> i look forward to finding out if your predictions are correct yeah <laughs> i know um i'm gonna go get some ice cream after this because Ooh damn um you two are so sweet um thank you again for filling in especially at the last minute um and uh i know our audience is gonna love you guys um and if you want to hear more of Miguel and Jenna, tune into their podcast, 90 Day Fiance, I Want My Podcast. That will be linked down below as will all of their other links. You guys do a clubhouse chat. Um, yes. Talking about all of the like 90 Day favorites, past, present, future. Before um, and after the show, every Sunday. Uh, oh, every excellent. Sunday. Excellent. Yeah. excellent. So you guys can tune into that. We'll have that linked. Um any other links you guys want to share, we'll, we'll be happy to do Those will all be linked down below as well. Um, and you guys do like the whole trash, um, you know. Um, trash journalism. Trash <laughs> we trash journalism. travel around the world. Yes, every single trash show you can imagine is covered <laughs> in some capacity by some variety of this group of yeah. individuals. And they're hilarious, and I love listening to them. And I think you guys will too, so check them out. Um, if you want to check out the episode of the Patreon that Miguel joined us on and will join us on again in the future um, as we cover the single life, um, to check out patreon.com slash the broadcast and you can join over there um and i look forward to having you guys back you guys do recap oh, way you. better than i do <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes like you know we can do a little mix recap a little behind the scenes we got a little commentary we got all of it everything you can possibly want all right here in one podcast um so thank you guys so much for joining me thank, thank you so you. much this was so yes. fun yes thanks for having us and uh, that's all we got. And we are the broadcast and we're dumpster diving. So you don't have to. Hey, broadcasters! you know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra 
that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.